0: Hey, HoopBallers, are you into sports betting? Do you want to know why a certain game has a funky line? Well, HoopBall has you covered. Today in Sports Betting is a great addition to all your handicapping questions. With hosts Iris Silver and Devin Ellington. We break down game lines and future bets on all sports and try to make some money along the way. Follow us on Twitter at Hoopball Gaming, at Iris Silver Magic, and at DALE007. And download Today in Sports Betting in the App Store, Google Play, and available on Spotify. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Good morning, Hoop Ballers, and welcome to another edition of HoopBall DFS today. I'm your host, Santino Cocone, and I am joined by the ever annoying Micah Patria. How are you doing tonight, buddy?
1: I see, and here I am getting a compliment lined up for you, coming in like, you know, the third <laughs> buffer, brother, uh, with, your, with your intro. We're going to give you, you know, a nice compliment how, how much I liked it and how I thought you had, uh, you know, a nice, uh, per- profession going forward but you know
0: i take it all back um but but you did say it so technically it's on the record it's counted and uh thank you i appreciate the compliment uh i'm not going to take back what i said but (laughs) here we are Uh, and and this is the uh wednesday september 9th edition i didn't get into that um but yeah how you doing buddy besides the me, me saying the ever-annoying Mycopatria. Besides that, yes, I, I'd had to say it again, just to, so the the drive listeners know. Drive, yeah, just drive to it drive home. it home, drive the point home, the listeners know. Uh, how you doing today, and how uh, have you been lately? Uh, we haven't had a podcast in, I believe, I can't remember if they, no, we did have last week's podcast, uh, and then they missed a couple games after that.
1: Yeah, man, I mean, doing well. Uh, getting adjusted to the week, you know, it feels like it's it's you know, Monday, because a lot of us, uh, you know, maybe not everybody had had the yesterday off because of the the holiday. Uh, so getting back into gears, but, uh, you know, getting fired up. We're finally starting to get some, you know, I never like to see injuries or anything like that. Uh, but, you know, with Giannis out today, we kind of got to see some differentiations and lineups and some new guys, I guess we could actually play. Uh, and, you know, we might see the same tonight with uh, some more injury news. So, uh, getting a little bit of a different lineup out there is always fun. a uh, nice little bounce back, but uh, and you know what, I got to hang out with my good buddy Santino Cocone over the weekend. So that's always worth mentioning. Uh, the ever annoying I don't know if you guys heard of him, but uh, he could he could be could bother so.
0: Yeah. you know what else is bothering me? Your background noise, bud. I hear some doors, some creaking. Uh, you don't even own a dog and I keep hearing a dog bark. I don't know what's <laughs> going on.
1: Well the dog the dog is probably the neighbors. Uh, I can't say that's a well he's <laughs> there. He is there. He's a German shepherd. He's been uh he's been my alarm clock for the past three, four years and then yeah, the creaky doors is the wonderful girlfriend just uh getting home from work, uh walking into a nice podcast. Probably didn't see I don't have one of those on air lights outside of my door and there's the dog. I <laughs> should Maybe for the for the dog and
0: for her, buddy. That's funny. All right. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we are going to get into this two-game slate. Before I do, I just want to let everybody know, remind them, a good once, uh, again, as usual. Uh, get into my bookie, guys. Uh, we have the promo code Hoopball, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L. Enter that in. Your, your deposit's going to get mashed 100%. Uh, And we are tomorrow. The NFL season kicks off and we are in the heart of the NBA playoffs. We're in the heart of the NHL playoffs. Uh, The MLB season is close to coming to the playoffs. We have golf, UFC, all this good stuff going on. Now is the perfect time to get into the betting action. If you're a better and I'm assuming if you're listening to a DFS podcast, you'd like to dabble a little bit in uh, regular betting as well. So definitely check out my bookie. We've never had NBA, MLB, NFL that I can remember all going at the same time, just prime time like that. So definitely get into it um, and and use that promo code hoopball and get your first deposit matched. And don't look back, guys. Um, with that said, let's buddy, let's get right into this first game. So the first game is the Raptors against the Celtics at 6:30 p.m. Uh, eastern standard time as usual as i as i usually call out here uh, and we got a pretty good one on our hands man uh, the injury report for this one is uh the celtics have gordon hayward out and then javante green and vincent poirier i probably butchered that name badly but uh we'll keep going percent. <laughs> <100%. laughs> i definitely butchered that one um green is out with right knee surgery Horward, Hayward, well, Horward, oh my God. <laughs> you're, gonna,
1: you're just, now you <laughs> just, this is why, why in, I love letting you host, man. I'm, just... I'm in a
0: vicious cycle already. <laughs> I, I, it happened once and then it just keeps happening. Once I mess up that first one, then they come. It's like, a, it's the snowball effect. Um, but I forgot where I was. Hayward, Hayward's out with the ankle sprain, as we know. And uh, VP, vice president, I'm going to call him, is out for personal reasons. On the Raptors side, we have Ibaka, questionable with a left ankle sprain. I think he—I mean, he. I know he went out early. Uh, I think he'll probably play for this one. They definitely need this game. Uh, McCaw and Brissette are both out as well. Um, the, the, the spread for this one is the Raptors are underdogs. They're getting three points. They are plus 130 on the money line. The Celtics are negative 155. And the over-under is a lot lower than game two, uh, but it's at 210. With all that said and all that butchering going, uh, let's hit the "quote unquote" away team for this one in the Raptors. Uh, let's let's start with their big guys. This is what I've been doing this lately: start with the top three guys, and then we'll work our way to who do you like in value. So let's start on Van Vliet, Lowry, and Siakam. Any interest in these guys? And uh, you're probably I'm, after you mention it, you're probably going to talk about it. But I'll say, who do you like more of of the two guards as well?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that's kind of where I've been targeting for the Raptors is, is their backcourt, uh, Van Vliet and Lowry, and I'll continue to play these guys simply because, uh, I, you know, I think they're both priced appropriately. This game, if it stays close, it's going to have a lot to do with it. They, you know, the blowout in the last one, they were able to limit them softly. You know, these are two guys I've been playing, you know, forty minutes almost, you know, nightly. Uh, you know, Van Vliet, I think was down at thirty four in that last game, and Lowry wasn't, you know, that too far ahead of him, played like thirty four also, so. Um, I'm going to go back to the, well, I, you know, cause you look at the guys comparable on the other side of the ball, it's Kemba Walker. And I do prefer Lowry over Kemba Walker. And he's the guy I prefer, uh, more out of the two guards. So, uh, both very much in play Lowry. I have a little bit ahead of me of
0: Yeah, I'm pretty much in the same boat there. And I forgot to mention the series is now three, two Celtics. Uh, Celtics f- took the first two Raptors took the second two, uh, Celtics made a statement in that game three. Um, but yeah, for for the Raptors, I know I know you jumped the gun and where you started talking about Cambo and the Celtics, uh, but for the Raptors, Lowry is my favorite play on it, uh, just slightly ahead of Van Vliet. Uh, but I think those two are a lot better than Siakam in this matchup. Uh, just Siakam just really hasn't played the Siakam that we've seen in the in the regular year. I'm not even gonna call the bubble restart the year. Uh, this entire bubble, he hasn't been the bubble. He hasn't been that great. He had a couple games over 40, um, but he's not been reliable. And I know they got blown out last game, so all the stats really are skewed and don't really matter. But yeah, he only took nine shots. The game before that, he played 46 minutes when they won, took 23 shots, and he still he had 42.25. So if he's taking 23 shots and he's hitting uh, like a pretty much a ceiling for him now at 42, you're not there's not that the upside for him. So I I like the two guards and I'm with you and Lowry a little bit higher than Van Vliet and a little bit higher than Kemba who would be in the middle of the two.
1: Yeah, pretty much exactly. And I'm, you, you said exactly what I would say uh, for Siakam. just, you know, if he's under that 8K price tag, I can really think about it, but he's still, you know, priced more than Van Vliet on his own team. And I just prevent prefer Van Vliet dollar for dollar it's yeah. different positions and maybe you know that's the reason you're looking at him I know and I think I'm FanDuel he's small forward eligible so he's a little bit of a different story over there but uh yeah but in a nutshell
0: on DK I probably won't be playing too much of him yeah and after those big three guys who else do you like here are there, is there anybody that you like for value do you like an, uh the OG or do you like Ibaka Powell Gasol uh any of these guys around here that you're you're looking towards for some value
1: well, I'm definitely going to monitor that Serge Ibaka news because I know he said that he played it off like he should be fine. No big deal. Uh, but he's also seen in a walking boot today. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with that being said, Yana uh, showed up to, in a walking boot before the game. I know he sprained his ankle twice. Uh, that's a little different. But, uh, you know, uh, in a walking boot it's generally not a good sign. And if he could play. Uh, How effective is he going to be how well is he going to move on that ankle so uh, you know I do have some worries about Ibaka. He's probably a guy that I'm not going to play regardless But if he happens to sit I will take a nice nice long look at Marc Gasol at 4400 I do not want to play Marc Gasol. He looks like he's terrible Uh, He looks slow Uh, age is catching up with him especially knowing this this Boston team generally tries to play pretty fast with their guards so i uh i'm gonna proceed with caution but it's hard to ignore him without a we have to imagine he's gonna be locked into about 24 to 26 minutes without a in there uh in that case i think at 4400 he's a rock solid value play og at 57 he's kind of getting you know priced up to the point where there's not a lot of value left in him uh you really have to hope he hits that upside and his upside game is that you know 12 and 10 game where he had 38 and a half dk points so Yes, there's the upside in there, but the floor we've seen night in and night out could be that 22 to 24 points, and I don't want to pay 5700 for that. So I'll, I'll probably be under the field on a guy like uh, OG, and depending on the Ibaka news, over the field on Marcus All
0: right. And before I get into it, any interest in Powell? Or uh, if Ibaka doesn't play, does that <clears throat> make you do a double take on uh, Chris, the Bobby Boucher for 3K?
1: Or I don't know. yeah you rhyme all the time I think you know he'll obviously uh he'll probably you know get a a little bit of burn he played in that last one 12 minutes um so he'll definitely be on there for a value play at minimum salary I'd probably just think that you know Gasol being the veteran is is the guy that's going to see the more stable minutes the way Powell usually gets played in in these playoff matchups he gets used but he gets more run when they're chasing points um you know they know that bottom line that OG is, you know, the better defender at the position. Uh, And if they need the points, they'll play Powell. He's the better scorer. And basically, OG will close out games if they're actually closer, if they need him defensively. So I don't know if I'll end up getting on Powell, but I could definitely see myself playing some Bobby Boucher as a minimum salary guy if uh, Abaka's not playing.
0: Yeah, and uh, I don't really have much interest in Powell either in this one. Uh, If Ibaka doesn't play, I mean, Mark Gasol at 4,100 is definitely a play. Uh, Even even if he sticks around his 26 minutes, but that means he's not really he should have the high end of a a timeshare with him and Bobby Boucher who I'm also would be taking a a slight look at I'm not going to actively go out of my way to play him but at 3k. Uh, there's not many people. As I continue to say, when you only have two games and you're in the playoffs, uh, that could see 15 to 25 minutes a game and could make an impact. And if he's if he can get me to 20 points at 3K and I'm paying up elsewhere, uh, that's not bad value for me uh, that I would like. At Marc Gasol is not at 441. If Ibaka doesn't play, I think he creeps closer to 28 to 30 minutes. So I would be looking at him too. Uh, I I kind of like OG. At 57, it's not a price tag that's totally scaring me away. I don't prefer him, but um, the people around there—I mean, he's—he's he's not a bad price tag. There are a couple people that I prefer a little bit more than him, but if I'm stuck around there, I, I could give him a look to pivot off because I—I mean, I like—we'll get into it next game, but I like another small forward or a couple hundred less. But um, he's probably going to have more ownership.
1: Yeah, that's kind of the same thing I'm in. I just think that, you know, there's a few Fords in that next game that are very similarly priced that I have a little more interest in.
0: Um, but like you said, they'll probably have more ownership as well. Yeah. All right, buddy. Uh, let's flip on over. Uh, I just hear you're clicking. Click, click, click. <laughs> it's not the dog, at least. You know, you gotta, you gotta be at dark. least it's not. You uh, guys of fingers just smashing keyboards out here. <laughs> but let's flip on over to the Celtics. Uh, I mentioned the the Celtics injury report. They have uh, Javante Green, VP, and and Hayward out. Um, who do you like on the Celt- or the Celtics team that has a three two lead? Are you going to gravitate towards the ninety three hundred Tatum? Uh, I know Kemba Walker. You mentioned that you like Lowry more, and Kemba's eighty one, pretty much the same price. And uh, Jalen Brown, the other big guy in here, is is seventy six. Uh, where would you be looking at? I know you kind of told us a little bit about wh- how you feel about Kemba, but where do you feel about the other two guys? So,
1: you know, yeah, I pretty much already said my words on Kemba. I don't, I don't mind him, but I prefer the other guys over him on Toronto. Uh, Tatum, there is some interest in, in Tatum for me under under the you know the circumstance or the caveat that Abaka's ruled out. So the one thing for me that I, that links Tatum to his big games is his ability to attack the rim. When he gets to the free throw line and takes double digit free throw attempts, he's looking at those fifty plus uh, DK point games, and that's the ones that we want to target him in. So if Abaka's is out, I don't have, I don't mind looking at Tatum. If he's in, I'll probably keep my ownership down to just Jalen Brown, maybe uh, one or two shares or a couple shares of Marcus Smart, and that's it. Um, and that's and that's pretty much all I'm looking
0: at for Boston. Okay, I kind of like that too. I like the Tatum call and and the reason you gave. Uh, does he's been in more of attack mode now, and he can always get his, his shot and and deep. So I like that one. And uh, he he has been a little hit or miss. I think he'd be more hit, especially if Ibaka doesn't play. Gasol is a pretty good defender in his own right, but he's also very old and he's moving a lot slower than normal. Uh, Jalen Brown to me is always a guy that's pretty good. Uh, he he pretty much his his floor is pretty safe. Um I mean, it could get twenty four, but he's he's more of a consistent type of guy without the great ceiling that uh, Tatum has, but I don't mind him at 76, especially in this matchup as well. I'm not really looking Marcus smart. Uh, he's been pretty consistent as well. Getting around high twenties, low thirties points. Uh, but I think there are a lot more point guards, shooting guards, guards in this two games. I know there's only two games, but there's a lot of guards that I like outside of him. Uh, you mentioned, those are the only two people you like. You don't have any interest in a uh, Daniel Tice, especially if, um, uh, Gasol doesn't, or well, not Ibaka doesn't play, or, or Rob, Big Rob, who's been playing pretty, pretty decent. I mean, uh, he he's a guy I want to target, but uh, Daniel Tice, if Ibaka doesn't play, I think it's a, a solid matchup um, advantage there.
1: He definitely gets a boost, and and then it's just, you know, it's another name to throw in that the plethora of forwards that we're looking at, you know, at that five mm-hmm. to five seven range. So eventually, we start to have to, you know, eliminate some of these guys, and maybe not from your player pool entirely. Uh, But when you're making those single entry lineups and those, you know, maybe three entry max lineups, does he make it in there over them? Uh, And that's the issue I run into. So I I don't think he necessarily makes it in there over those guys, but he's definitely still in play for me. I'm not going to just completely rule him out. I didn't mention him, Um, but in the overall aspect, I'll probably be underweight on him as well.
0: Yeah, he wouldn't be a guy that I'm actively targeting either, but uh, he's for 54. It's not a bad value for him. He could still get 30, 35 points, especially if Ibaka doesn't play. I like him. Uh, he gives it for me. He gets a slight bit bump there because the athleticism that Ibaka brings, Gasol uh, at his age does not bring that same. Yeah.
1: And before you know, before we just uh, you know run away from this game, if you're going to chase that Brad Wanamaker game. Uh, just you know, <laughs> it's under the caveat that you think this game's going to get out of hand uh, again, like it did in that last one. So, like I said, we saw some of those minutes get limited. We saw some bench guys play a little more than they normally would, and uh, you know, Brad Wanamaker was
0: one of those guys. So, be careful chasing it. Yeah, uh, well said. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to chase that. He did play pretty much six man minutes, and no one else played double digits besides those six. But still, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be actively. Uh, Target in a second Wanamaker game like that, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't. I'm, I don't want to make it. I'm trying to I, think of a fun with Wanamaker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to make her stuff. in my lineup like that. Yeah, yeah. Thank, see, they. they that was okay. That <laughs> was terrible, but it was, <laughs> it was Better than what I had. Uh, we should. I should. I should just let you do it. Let's go to the next game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go to the next game. That was a butcher. The uh, this game starts at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, the injury report here. The Clippers don't have anybody on the injury report. They haven't had anybody lately. Uh, maybe closer to game time, we see something, but at the moment, nothing. And as far as the Nuggets, same two people are out. Uh, Will Barton, and I like this guy, too, and it's just bad that I owe I, I know I'm butchering his name because I do it. Vlatko Kankar, actually, I think I did pretty well on that one. Vlatko Kankar is out as well. Uh, he's not in the rotation, so it doesn't really matter, yo. Uh, but uh, Will Barton was... Um, the, the spread on this one is plus eight for the nuggets. They are a big underdog in this one, even though they were pretty much leading most of the game, most of game, th- uh, game three, they did blow it in the end, but they were, I, I squeaked there, but they, they were winning most of it. They are a plus 300 on the money line. The Clippers are a negative three seventy on the money line. And the over under is a full two twenty and a half and a half at 10 and a half points higher than the first game. So Vegas is saying target this game. Cause, uh, A lot of scoring, and it has been. It's been a much higher scoring game or series than the first game or first series. Uh, But let's get into it. Uh, We'll start with the Clippers because they're, quote-unquote, the away team in here. Uh, And we'll start with their two big guys because everybody else is similarly priced lower. But let's start. Who do you have in your lineup uh, with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George? Kawhi Leonard is the highest guy on the slate by a couple hundred. Do you have any interest in him, and do you, or do you like a Paul George who's pretty similarly priced to Kyle Lowry, uh, Kemba Walker, Siakam, uh, those types of guys?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I always have interest in in Kawhi Leonard, especially on a two-game slate. I mean, uh, w- when you think of the game or the slate as a whole, the two people with the highest upside and the you know highest you know ceilings are Kawhi Leonard and the guy across from the ball, and which we'll get to. Uh, so I, I have to look at about 10-3. It's a very fair price tag for a guy that, when even when his shot's not completely on, uh, he's still getting your 50 DK points. So it's now two games in a row that he's he's struggled with his shot, and actually over the past four games, he's only uh, hit three out of 15 three pointers. So. Uh, we're talking about, you know, this being almost like the floors of of floor games for Kawhi Leonard. So I, I definitely have some interest at 10-3. Uh, Paul George coming off of a great shooting game, and it looks like he's putting a lot of that mental stuff behind him and the things that he was dealing with. Uh, you know, talk, he, maybe it's because he turned his Twitter mentions off. That was one thing <laughs> that he said. Another uh, thing is he's talked to a therapist. Whatever he needed to do, it, it worked for him because we're talking back-to-back good performances Uh, yeah, I kind of feel like, you know, I'm not going to say don't play him. He's still very much in play. It's a very fair price tag. Um, do do I prefer him over Jalen Brown is, is the main thing I'm looking at right now. And if it means I'm getting exposure and I don't have Kawhi Leonard in that lineup, then yeah, sure. Why not? That's, that's the kind of circumstance I'll play him in is if, you know, maybe it's a Jalen Brown and a Paul George lineup. Uh, and, and something like that, because these are the two the two main key cogs, the main two guys. I want to have one of these guys, whether it's Paul George or Kawhi Leonard, most of my lineups because of that game total.
0: Yeah, and I hear you with that one. Uh, n- now it was my puppy barking out a little <laughs> bit there. <laughs> they're they're everywhere, um, but yeah, I think Kawhi Leonard is uh, at ten three. It's it's great price. Uh, obviously, when the slate is full, he's not usually in the ten k range, but uh, at, at this price, he's, he's putting up 50 points regularly, and you mentioned it. He was really bad in that first half, even through the third quarter, m- most of the third quarter. Just his shot was off, and he still put up 53 points. He got 14 boards, 6 assists, 2 blocks, 1 with a finger. Yeah. Um, this He only hit 1 of 6 from 3. He's 1 of 9 in his last two games shooting from 3. So his shot hasn't been off. He but thirteen of uh, thirty-six from the the field the last two games. His shot hasn't been there, and he's still averaging um, fifty-nine DK points or forty-nine DK points. So he's pretty much almost at five X value, and he's not hitting shots. He's not going to continue to miss shots at this rate. Eventually, it's going to you're going. He's going to hit them. and when he does, and if he's still producing around the board as he was as he could be. He could pop off for 70, and you mentioned it. There's only two people who have the upside to do that in this game, or mainly two people, uh, until Jamal Murray's playing against Utah. But, I I mean, I really like him, and I want him in pretty much all my lineups. And like you said, I'm not actively going at Paul George, but if I don't have Kawhi Leonard, Paul George makes great sense. Uh, He's been playing well, and I I want exposure to at least one of them. I'm definitely going to try and get Kawhi in pretty much all of them, but if, if there's money matching is not working and I can get a mix and match a little bit, a couple different lineups, then yeah, I'll go George. But I think it's a, a little, uh, the, the gap between them to me is, is pretty big.
1: Yeah. And that it's, you know, those circumstances where maybe you're doing, you know, a three entry max tournament, two of them have quite Leonard. One of them might have Paul George, um, you know, for every two lineups or three lineups I have Leonard, I'll play George in one In, in that kind of circumstance where I, you know, one of these guys I'm expecting to have a big game and, um, I'll steal your thunder. I'll just immediately slide into some of the next plays <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at. Go uh, ahead, bud. And, you know, one of those forwards I think that we will probably both have some interest in is going to be uh, Marcus Morris. Uh, you know, for every reason I should dislike him for all that Luca damage that he put in there on my boy. Uh, 5,100 is still a very, very fair price tag for a guy that's playing, you know, mid 30s minutes. So, uh, a small forward and power forward eligibility. He's a guy that I could slot in there and make work in many, many ways, shapes, or form. Uh, and I will be playing some Marcus Morris and um, probably not going to be going to the well as far as uh, the center bunch between Zubak and Harrell. It's pretty much a crapshoot at this point. And they're both underwhelming and, and nights as well. It's not like one of these guys is hitting value every single night for us. Uh, so it's really hard to go there. Harrell looks like he is lost, man. He looks rough um, and uh, excluding just that Michael Porter Jr. dunk that completely to, just posterized them and uh, yeah if you
0: saw they yeah. zoomed in on Kawhi Leonard's face it was, it was <laughs> like that it was brutal yeah it was it was a bad one uh I'm with you though I, I hero for some reason he just well he hasn't been getting the minutes one in this playoffs and his production screams I shouldn't be getting this minutes you're you're making the right call because he hasn't been playing great he had a couple Okay, pretty good games. One thirty-seven point game out there. He had a a double double, but that's when they won. Uh, they beat the the Mavs by f- a, a, a football field. Uh, it didn't. It wasn't even a game. That was the only game that he really did good in. Uh, Zubac or Zubats. <laughs> uh, he's not. He's played thirty minutes twice in the playoffs, and and he's not seeing even twenty five minutes in this series yet. Uh, that kind of workload. I know he fouled out last game, and he started. He went on a roll too, right when he fouled out, which was unfortunate. But uh, if you can't see even 25 minutes at almost 5K, I can't can't possibly play you. Uh, as far as like a Javante or yeah, I mean, I almost said the Javante Green, Michael Green. I'm getting everybody mixed up. I'm not gonna not really actively looking at him. I do like my Marcus Morris though. That's not that's a pretty good play, and he is seeing the run. So that's something that you want. Under 5K, that's not bad. I'm not really going for Lou Williams. He has his hit-or-miss games. And I just did want to touch on uh, – I'm not touching Patrick Beverly. 3,600. I mean, actually, he may be at 3,600. Yeah, i so I
1: got a little interested. in him. I just
0: don't think he's good at basketball.
1: And, oh, yeah. I know uh, your take a, on
0: this. <laughs> I just think he all he does is run around, and scream, and and gets in – gets on camera time like he's on reality tv he's really not good at basketball but i guess at 3600 it's very it's pretty easy for him to beat beat value he just has to be on the court
1: yeah well that's the thing it's uh you know another guy he's, he's taking why is everyone gonna take shots at my boy luca uh, dude's <laughs> not even dude's not even in the bubble anymore they're taking shots he's taking shots at him. Well, saying he's, he, like, he's like the skip
0: bayless of basketball players he tries to yeah. uh talk crap to every good <laughs> basketball player so he gets headlines and people think he plays defense
1: well, it works, man. He's in the, he was in that <laughs> line for it. So, you know, yeah, but the, the low price tag, and that's the thing. Um, you know, I'm going with some types of builds. You know, if, if there's one stud I prefer uh, on the slate, it, we talked about two upside guys. I prefer Kawhi Leonard over Jokic, but I am going to do lineups where I have both of those guys in there, and it's going to be mm-hmm. tough to do. Uh, In those circumstances, we're going to have to cut some people out, whether it's one of those Toronto guards or one of those, you know, maybe it's Jalen Brown that's not making the cut in my lineup, whoever it might be, but I'm going to find a way to get both those guys in there. And Beverly might be a way to kind of make that a little easier, play 20 minutes to that last one. It's been on a minute's restriction. I expect him to still be on a minute's restriction, but it might get bumped up from 20 to 24, 25. And at that point, decent value at that price tag. I I wouldn't mind looking there.
0: Yeah. And and I always say there's not many people that, Especially on two-game slates that you can find under 4K that could play it. If if you're going for the big guys, like I mentioned, uh, Bobby Boucher might be playing. I I love calling him that. Might be playing 15-20 minutes. Um, th- then you got other people like that. Maybe Marcus All at 41. If Ibaka doesn't play, those two guys are in play. But I mean, Beverly should see 20-25 to 25 minutes at 36, and that's you can't really find. You can't guarantee yourself that under 4K. Uh, and anywhere else on this slate. So, unfortunately, I don't like him as a player, but DFS, he's going to make my lineup because of it. All right, buddy, it looks like that's uh, we, we covered all we needed to cover on the, the Clippers there. Let's go to the Nuggets. I mentioned earlier Barton and Kinkar aren't playing. Uh, they won't be making it back in time. Uh, let's jump on to the, the top two guys here and see who you like and then see who you like for value. Uh, you mentioned Joke, Jokic already. Uh, he's at 9900 and Murray's at 8600 any interest in both? I know you already gave a little bit on on Jokic, but are you uh, actively playing him in most of your lineups?
1: Well, yeah, I definitely wanna have uh, a lot of Jokic. Um, you know, ideally I'm gonna have you know, some lineups with Jokic and Kawhi. Uh, if I prefer one, like I said, it's 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 going to be Kawhi, probably slightly over Jokic, not by much though. It's very, very close. I won't have a lot of Murray. Our, you know, that price tag until he gets back down to low eights. I'm not I'm not touching that. So Um, For me, my expensive guy on this team is going to be Jokic over Murray. Uh, But, you know, I've mentioned several times the 5K forward, you know, that range is somewhere where I want to be. And this team has, you know, three guys that we could possibly look at for some value at forward.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm not going to play Murray in this matchup. I just think they have way too many people that they could throw at him and that could stop him. Uh, This is a very tough matchup for him. They have Paul George. Uh, they can throw Beverly to be annoying for two minutes. Uh, Kawhi Leonard can guard him. There's a lot of different people that they throw at him and uh, different looks that he can see. It's it's very difficult, and especially at 8,600, I'm okay with that. Uh, as far as Jokic, I love Jokic in this in this matchup. He's been awesome, and he can be. He's been Zubox too slow for him, and Hero's just not playing good at all. So he, he is in prime spot right now. He's put up 60 the last two games first game was just a massacre and they were tired after a grueling seven game series where they came back. Uh, So I'll give him that leeway, but he's pretty much putting up 60 points and I love it. But as, like you said, I think Kawhi has the bigger upside in this. So I'm going to go the extra 400 for that. Uh, With that said though, center options here. If we're going positional eligibility, I think you Jokic gets the the slight edge there because he is center eligible.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. If you're not, you know, there's going to be lineups where I'm not playing Jokic. Like I said, I don't get exposure to some of these other, you know, seven to eight K guys that we talked about. And those might be the lineups where I'm running Marcus Saul. And, mm-hmm. you know, there might be, there might be circumstances where I have both of them. The, you know, I keep my player pool open and I mix and match with a lot of the same guys. And just, you know, obviously you want your lineups to correlate. So you're not going to be, you know, mixing and matching to the point where, you know, you're playing, you know, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and then you're, you know, you're getting maybe Kyle Lowry and Van Vliet. Uh, you know, if you're playing, you know, both of those top tier guys on the Clippers, uh, odds are you're going to have some, some good exposure to some Denver guys and hope that that game stays close. So it's all about on how you're correlating. Uh, but yes, I,
0: I will have mostly either Joe trick or solid center. Nice. Um, and I'll get, I'll ask you this question after, uh, right before we go, but, uh, but, let's get into the other guys first. Uh, Well, I'll ask you that part of another question. Is there anybody else on this team that you like for value? Uh, I myself like that next guy that, that up, but uh, you can, you can hit them first.
1: So, yeah, I touched on the the Fords, you know, Michael Porter Jr. Coming off of a monster game shot very well from the field, took 17 shot attempts, which, you know, that's two games in a row. where We're seeing double digit shot attempts. So, you know, uh, he is risky. You know, you could you could see those minutes limited, but they need some scoring action, especially because Murray's not the guy that he was over there in Utah. Surprise. Uh, you know, we're, we're all shocked that he's not all of a sudden taking 31 shot attempts and hitting 50 points a game. So they're going to, they're going to need Michael Porter jr. Off the bench. So I have more interest in him in tournaments than I do cash games. Uh, Jeremy just continues to play a boatload of minutes and, uh, you know, volume shot attempts, 14 in that last one. I wouldn't expect that. Uh, He's probably more of the cash game guy as opposed to Michael uh, Porter Jr. being the tournament guy. And then I even have some interest in Millsap. If he's going to, you know, this matchup is better for him. It's back-to-back games where he's played at least 28 minutes, uh, 4,700. The ceiling's not all that high. It's probably right around 30 DK points. Um, But they all three make a lot of sense to me. If I had to, you know, list them in order of the guys I'll have exposure to, I'll probably be Millsap, Porter Jr., uh, then Grant. And then, you know, uh, you're going to touch on him probably anyway. Gary Harris, I think, is an excellent value play. He's not a forward. He is that shooting guard play. He'll probably be a chalky one, but his minutes are back up to where we need to see him. Played 35 on that last one, dropped 28 DK points. So uh, I, I like a lot of nuggets, needless to say.
0: Yeah, I, I like Gary Harris as well, and, and Porter Jr. is my favorite of the of the four, probably then followed by Gary Harris. I'm really not high on Jamar, Jeremy Grant. I would rather just play... Three hundred extra in anti really
1: Tice. Call him Jir-
0: <laughs> yeah, that's J- his name.
1: Jeremy, dude. Jeremy,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Come on, man. <laughs> It's Jeremy Grant, man. I'd rather play I'd rather play Tice for an extra. If, if anyone
1: that's listening, if you haven't, I know I've mentioned <laughs> this 17 times already, but if you haven't seen that Key and Peel sketch, please go on YouTube, look up Key and Peel substitute teacher sketch. Uh and then just tell me that's not the first thing you think of every time you hear
0: Santino on a podcast. <laughs> It is Jerami. W- I'm gonna have to Google. It. I'm gonna have to go to uh, Basketball Reference and then just make sure it's it's Jirami. It's probably Jeremy, but sure, sure. who cares? Uh, Jerami. I'm giving him rec- or Jeremy. Yeah, you're giving him you recognition.
1: Say. So the guy out there named <laughs> Jirami, You know, not the guy that you know spent his life dedicated to a craft in his sport that worked his way up to an elite level who it was worth
0: mentioning on the podcast. Hey, the I, random I, guy Jerami. Oh, Jerami, Well. I, I prefer Tice for an extra 300 than uh, Grant. <laughs> I'll just say Thanks. Grant.
1: Jay Grant. Wow, we'll take it.
0: But I don't mind Paul Millsap at 48. That's not bad. I would – it all depends on and who I have in my power forward spot. But uh, I do like Gary Harris for 200 extra. I just think his minutes are back. He's he's looking better now that he has games under his belt and whatnot. I just think he's a much – or a pretty bad, better value. And Porter Jr., they need him to score in this. They need someone to another person to take some shots and another person to score. And when he was scoring, they were playing really well. Uh, so I'm, I think he's going to. He should see more than 23 minutes, uh, and and hopefully this game could stay close. But I, uh, we know, I mentioned I'm just not on the Murray bandwagon right now. He's getting so much. He there's too many people capable of guarding Murray, and a lot of the attention is going to him that it funnels some, some usage and, and better shots and easier offense to Michael Porter jr. In this matchup.
1: Yeah. And he's their instant offense guy off the, off the bench,
0: you know, before in uh earlier in the series, when we saw him kind of
1: taking the backseat to that approach, they were trying to get guys like Monte Morris involved. And, you know, Gary Harris was working his way back up, but, you know it's a different situation as though when he was lighting up the scoreboard because they were just throwing him in there and playing 34 minutes they they're giving him opportunity against the second unit you know when uh you know maybe when Kawhi's getting spelled or george is getting spelled and he is having an easier time to get his buckets necessarily then you know we'd rather have that than have him thrown in that starting lineup and have him uh going against these guys so i i definitely have some interest in him uh, i'm not going to pretend the volatility is not involved i don't think he's going to come out here and how many minutes are you expecting? I kind of think like right around that 20, 23, 24 would be his max. I don't know if he's going to go out there and play 30 plus again, but uh, the double digit shot attempts, I think, are fully in the
0: realm of possibility. And that's something like I'm with you. Uh, they're going to need him. I think he's going to play 25, 30. I think they need him to do that. Uh, so I'm Sign more on the, that. Yeah, I'm on the. Yeah, I'm on the more of the up where he's going to play. More minutes than uh, He has been playing but obviously Like you said D is volatile he Might just play 18 and take Seven shots so he is He does come with some risk he's not He, he wouldn't be 5200 if he didn't come with Risk uh, but I i See a—I—I I know I think I see more Michael Porter jr. on the Court this next game because they They really do need him All right I'm with you if he's playing that amount of Minutes uh, sign me up Nice uh, and yeah, I had a question, two questions before we, we head on out of here. Um, first one, you said you were going to play a lot of Jokic and Gasol. What happens if Ibaka plays? Does that mean uh, you don't really have many center options in your in your pool or are you getting rid of? Is Gasol still a guy to think about or is he just kind of on the back back burner on this one?
1: He's definitely still a guy I'm going to think about. I'll definitely lower my ownership and my exposure to him. If a does play, I will still have slight this. Cause like I said, I don't think a is going to move the way he's going to want to. I think if he suits up, it's going to be a game time decision. It's going to be something that he's testing out prior to warmups and everything, you know, ankle injuries, everybody suffered them. If you played sports growing up and they're not, you know, something that generally gets better the day after right away, you know, the swelling goes up, things get tougher. Uh, once you take your shoe off, and yeah, after the game, you said, oh, I'm fine. But, uh, you know, these wearing walking boot the next day kind of goes to show that things do happen the following day that, you know, take a turn for the worse. So uh, we'll have to monitor it, but I would lower my exposure. And no, Jokic would probably be. Uh, you know, exposure would be increased for me. Uh, I, it just has to happen. I, I Those are the two guys I feel the most confident in. You know, these Clipper centers, those are the other guys I guess we're really looking at as options, and I just don't have confidence that either one of them has, like, GPP winning upside. Harold's the one with, with that upside, and I just haven't seen enough of it to want to, you know, go overboard on it, and he's not even at a cheap salary anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah which is weird. <laughs> he's playing poorly, and his salary is not cheap. Um, all right, buddy. Uh, before we get out, I want to ask you one question: Who's the guy? You asked me this last time. Is there a guy on this slate that you're not leaving any of your lineups without?
1: Ooh, stealing, uh, stealing my thunder. Well, um, Yeah. All right. Hey, listen. You know, great, great minds think alike, I guess. Uh, and you just don't have one, so you took mine. So um, I will probably oh. say if there's if there's if there's a guy that I'm definitely not leaving without. It's probably going to be Gary Harris, just for the uh, the value at forty one hundred. I think that's a very excellent value play. I think he's going to be chalky, uh, 46, but I'm not. I believe, you know, maybe I'm uh, looking at the wrong pricing. I have forty one uh, over here on my DK, and that's keep in mind. You know, the, I, really? I think we've we've had a, a listener kind of you know mention this yeah. message me that the price the pricing does fluctuate. Let me refresh it. Maybe I, I'm. I've uh,
0: seen that before too, and I. I after i remember i've been seeing that, I loaded and I said up a that in little one of our ago. podcasts too uh, i have been seeing that especially when you go look at their history uh, I, I sometimes i'm like hey wait he wasn't 7800 he was only 74 or something weird like that it's only it's usually a couple hundred off not strong astronomical but I'm looking – right now I have 46, so that's very weird.
1: I'm re, I'm refreshing on DK
0: uh, right now I, as we speak. i refresh is, too. Did one of us just get the boot? I don't – you can't – if you're already throwing out – if they're already making lineups and people signing up, you can't really change like that. So that's very um,
1: weird. I just refreshed, and yeah, now Gary Harris is saying 4,600, so that's pretty funny. Uh, I So I, I originally loaded this up at 8 p.m. And uh, now it is saying 46. So it's still a great value, in my opinion. Uh, and that is it's not going to change a whole lot for me as far as the slate, you know, as a whole. For the most part, everyone's exactly, it looks like you're Santino, you're pricing that you were going off. And I was wondering, because you said a few, you know, you said Millsap was 48, he was 47 a minute ago. Grant was 52, and now he's 51. Porter Jr. was 5k, and now he's 52.
0: So, yeah, oh, 5k. I would, have, I would have said he's, he's yeah, in that's,
1: face. yeah, that's exactly kind of where I was at. So, uh, not a whole lot has changed, uh, for me. It's still going to be the same thing. I'll still have some good exposure to Gary Harris, but it definitely, definitely, uh, you know, put gives me some sour grapes a little bit. Uh, Morris went down a little bit. There we go. I'll take that. Yeah. So guy. Now I got to change my guy. I can't leave, I guess, because I guess at 46, it makes it a little bit tougher just to lock him into, you know, just about every lineup. So with changing it, I'll probably just, uh, i probably say Marcus saw, on the caveat that um, we don't have, we don't have what's his name playing, and the, and then oh, if he,
0: no caveat,
1: <laughs> then we'll lock in Jokic because I think Jokic is a fantastic play regardless. And if if Ibaka does play, I'm going to have Jokic in a ton of lineups.
0: Nice, yeah, I love Jokic too. Um, and if I don't get Jokic in my lineup, the play that I'm not on that team, I, I'm going to be playing a lot of Michael Porter Jr. I guess that would be where I'm going. Uh, Gary Harris isn't bad either, as we both said. But I think the upside for an extra 600 so for me is, is some. Is what? Wish it was 41. It's just like I feel yeah. like I just
1: got the carpet yanked out from underneath me.
0: Well, yeah, now the the. Um, the only difference between the two is 600 in positions, but at that 600, I'm willing to take a chance on somebody who could again, blow up for 40, 45. And if he's seeing 30 minutes, which I think he should be seeing, uh, even more so that I, I'm going to be playing a lot of him. It could back, backfire on me. Uh, but it, it's going to be hard to get Leonard and Jokic without without, with getting a Lowry and stuff in there as well. So, um, that's where I'm probably going to be leaning.
1: That's ah, a good call. I mean, yours is a little bit better of, of a call. I just named the, one of the top guys on the slate, uh, <laughs> so you know now I kind of feel like I should have said Gasol. Again, hey, listen, Gasol went down three hundred dollars since the last updated. So forty one hundred, he's he's a good play. Uh, I don't yeah. I don't mind looking at him. So hey, you know, feel feel your need. Uh, keep an eye on that Baca news. That's definitely the thing to monitor for this slate, and it's going to open up a lot of a lot
0: of value for us if uh, if he does happen to get ruled out. Awesome, man. And uh, everybody, remember to. Check out manscaped.com. I keep saying how good this lawnmower 3.0 is, and I don't know if I can continue to say it. I, you have to try it. Stop taking my word for it, or I mean, take my word for it, I guess, and and try this product. It's fantastic. You will not regret it. Uh, and also check out everything we're doing on hoopball. Uh, we, our website got revamped a few weeks back. Uh, everything's up. We have new team podcasts, new podcasts going all over uh, the betting podcast. I mentioned my bookie earlier, use the betting podcast, get some good, good bets to take and go on over to my bookie. Um, and then check out our Instagram, our Facebook, and whenever you can, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, give us a rate review, a thumbs up, thumbs down, whatever you like about the show. If you don't like Mike, you can tell them uh, anything about it. Uh, just leave us a review. We love to hear that stuff. And, um, yeah, and that's pretty much it, guys, for another edition of Hoopball DFS. Uh, Mike, you want to say anything before we head on out of here?
1: Uh, RIP to the Bucks, man. Just got bounced. That's we were on air a minute ago. Game ended. So, yeah. Well, that wish Giannis the, the best of the next season and whatever
0: team he's playing on. Yeah, he's still going to be on the Bucks. I don't think they're going <laughs> to trade him until he just decides he's not going to play. Uh, but, yeah, it's a, we have the Heat versus someone, and the Heat, are they're very deep. They are just very deep, and I, mean, I can't wait to see who they play in the next round because it's going to be a slugfest again. Uh, but, again, this is it, another edition of Football DFS Today. I'm Santino Cocon. Um, on behalf of myself and Michael Patria. have a good night, guys, and good luck on your slates.